Hey, welcome back to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. This is one of the most fun series I have ever recorded, and that's because we are diving deep into each of the DISC personality types with DISC expert Erin Antroinen. She is magnetic. She is wonderful. She is a phenomenal woman and an incredible leader. And if you haven't yet listened to the first episode we did on everything that DISC is, go back and listen to that first, and then tune in for all four episodes on each of the personality types. Here's another one for you today. You're listening to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski. It is my purpose in life to use the lessons I've learned from more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics to nonprofit and the military to help you become the leader you've always dreamed of having. Whether you lead a network marketing team, a Bible study, a global brand, or a family of four, every week I'm going to walk you through tangible ways to grow your influence and make your vision a reality. So if you're ready to drop the burnout and bullshit strategy you've been fed and design your own aligned leadership style, you're in the right place. Let's go. All right, I am back with Erin again, and today we are talking all about the I personality. Now, Erin, what animal have you assigned to the I personality? I have to know. (laughs) Flamingos. (laughs) That was actually literally the thing in my head I was like she's she's got to pick something bright and colorful and yep. squawky yeah and not squawky, squawky in a bad way <laughs> eyes are squawky though let's be real <laughs> eyes are squawky so tell me more who's an eye other than a flamingo <laughs> so I'm an eye but besides that um so characteristics of eye personalities so when you think of of I personalities, the life of the party, right? They're the the outgoing. So I'm actually an introvert, which is really interesting, but my predominant personality is ID. And so having two strong personality behavioral styles, but still also being an introvert. So I wanted to throw that in there to let people know that this being extroverted or introverted does not depend on what you prefer and how you prefer to behave. Um, and you may not agree with every single characteristic that we talk about, but just the majority is true. Um, and so they're social, they're outgoing, they enjoy being on teams. Um, they love motivating and inspiring people. You know, when you think of eyes, you think of like Robin Williams and like Will Smith um, and those people who are loud and uh, don't mind being the center of attention. Um, and just like flamingos, they're bright, they're colorful. A lot of times eye personalities are showy in terms of what they wear. They wear bright colors or bright lipstick or um, all of those things. So. Um, they just love to have fun and they love being with people. So like, that's one thing that has been really critical is like when I'm feeling down or not motivated, I will get around other people and work with other people. Cause that's a big deal. So. All right. So bright, flashy, showy, flamingo-y. How can I identify the flamingos on my team through questions. Yep. 
So they're going to ask a lot of like who questions, um, who is at the meeting, who else who else uses this? They want to know the who of everything. Um, that those are the questions that they're going to ask. Now, the questions that you can ask is um, wh- at a party, what's your role in at in putting together a birthday party? If she's like, I love to, you know, plan the decorations and get the de- decorations and make it fun and gather all the people. And you know, flamingos and eye personalities are very people oriented. They want to gather the people. They're going to be um, all about influencing and persuading other people. So these are going to be the people that are going to be great to have on your marketing team, to be in front of people, to be in front of the camera. Um, one of my clients was really struggling with um, her uh, online events since COVID and stuff. She was doing a lot of online events and she's like, I just don't have the energy. I was like, who do you know that's a flamingo in your life? And her daughter is a flamingo. And I was like, you need to bring her in at the beginning of your online event and get people's attention. Because once you have their attention, you can like totally give them all the information. Cause that was her thing. She was like, I just want to give them the details. And the thing is, is that your D's and your I's are not going to care about the details, but if you capture their attention first, then they're going to care a little bit more about the details. So um, getting to know what she likes to do with others, what she likes to do for fun, um, if she prefers to do things alone or with other people, um, if she's constantly like speaking out, um, if she's constantly encouraging others, those are all signs that she's going to be a flamingo on your team. Okay. And once you identify that you've got a flamingo on your team, um, and I, I think that I love them because they're so easy to pick out. Mm-hmm. They're, I think they're probably the easiest to yeah. pick out. Yeah, I agree. Um, but once you identify them, like what are good jobs and uses for a flamingo? Like how can I best utilize the flamingos on my team? Um, anything that has to do with gathering people, anything that it has to do with like encouraging people. So I have a dental office that I work with in Mississippi and I was like, you need to have a flamingo at your front desk. That's greeting your customers as they're coming in. That's giving them the ultimate customer experience. Um, that's making them feel loved. That's making them feel welcome. Um, they are going to be the people that you want to put Oh, I just said at the front door of something, anything that doesn't have a lot of details. So flamingos and eye personalities can get overwhelmed pretty easily with too many details and they get bored easily. So you want to make sure that anything you give them to do has some, um, they can make it their own and make it fun. Like they have to, whatever they do, they have to make it fun or they're not going to do it. They're going to get bored and they're going to move on to the next thing. So we've got to make it fun. We've got to make it exciting showy, flashy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not cut out for leadership. Correct. So as an I personality, which I am not, mm-hmm. um, how, how can an I personality best show up as a leader? Because as a leader, you do need to know a certain amount of detail. You yep. do need to, yes, capture attention, but also implement. Right. How can an I personality do that? This is so good. Um, I 
love this. So I'm actually teaching this in my course that I'm, I'm doing now with my clients. And one of the things that I am doing with the different styles is helping them to create their personal blueprint of how they work and how they operate. Like what does work life look like? What does home life look like? What does their personal growth and self authentication life look like? Because it all looks different based on what your style is. And so figuring out, okay, if you're a a flamingo, um, what processes do you need to put into place to help you to be effective? What, what ways do you need to flamingos specifically probably need the most brain tricks more than any personality style (laughs) there is. So timers work really well because flamingos don't have a big sense of time. So we have to make sure that there's a timer and they can only do one task during a set time. So time blocking, right, is huge for flamingos. Mm -hmm. Um, Making sure that they have people on their support team that are going to help them to, to know the things that they need to know. So I don't like to say strengths and weaknesses. I use the term talents and non-talents. And so we're either good at something or we're not. And a lot of times we spend time on the things that we're not good at. But if we just focus on the uh, our talents and we put processes and people to support our non-talents, then we're able to operate in our strength zone and being able to be the most effective there possible, which is going to move us forward the best way possible. Perfect. And I, I think that's so critical to identify like you can still be, regardless of your mm-hmm. your personality style, you can still be an excellent leader. Correct. You just have to know what you need and then you just have to execute it. And if you can't execute it, you need to put people around you who can. Hey, Sarah here. And before you go, I just wanted to remind you that this is one of five episodes in this series on DISC personalities. So if this is your first time here or the first one you're listening to, be sure to go back and first listen to the episode I did with Erin all about what DISC is and what it can tell you. And then be on the lookout for all four episodes on all personality types. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.